y'all. Today in Consignment Chats, we are going to talk about something that can make even the most seasoned reseller take pause. Shipping. Ooh. So Facebook, Marketplace, Poshmark, those make the shipping process fairly simple. So we're going to focus on eBay because if you can master eBay and its robustness, you'll ship fearlessly anywhere. Come on in. Let's chat. Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 13, where today we're going to discuss how to conquer shipping, which is something I think we've all had bumps in the road with in many different ways. So we're going to talk about those. We're going to give you advice on what we do, help you get set up, all that good stuff. But before we get into that, we're going to tell you about our week. Sorry. Jenny, how was your week? <laughs> um. I have had a very busy week, um, but not really store-wise. I have a bookkeeping job during the day, and I'm only supposed to work about 13 to 15 hours a week, and I'm already at 18 hours, and I'm not done with the week yet. So there's, there's just some projects going on, and there's a lot of stuff, so it takes away from my store time, but I've still been managing to photo daily and get listings up daily and keep up my goals and that we said in the, um, in a challenge that we did. So I'm just, I'm still, still hanging in there. And also funny story. I'm trying to sell, um, an organ on eBay. I saw it. It's beautiful. It's I've beautiful. actually sold the organ three times and I'm, and it's still not out of here because the first time someone paid for it, but never came and got it. The second time they, you know, I, I accepted an offer and they never paid. And now I've, I just accepted another offer and they still haven't paid. And it's like, can somebody please just get this organ out? Fingers <laughs> crossed that this one is the one. Um, Libby, how about your week? Yeah. What so you got going my, on over there? So you may notice my background looks a little different than it did in all the other weeks. So if you watch episode, what was it? Episode 12, mm -hmm. right? Last yep. episode, episode 12. Uh, we talked about time management and separating family and business. And I have actually have an office in my home that I was not using. And um, Holly, the life coach, kind of talked me through. And we figured out this would be an awesome option for me. So I moved my office last week. And I am just, I was so hesitant and so resistant. And I'm so glad I did it. It's totally transforms my my work family balance and I'm not even all the way moved in yet so wow stay wow. tuned <laughs> stay tuned yeah. yeah well that's nice so it gives you that separation and when you go in there focused mm -hmm. right absolutely that's how I feel about my office when I come in focused <laughs> absolutely now I did have some fans that really loved my backdrop in the dining room my um break front so um yeah, you might see it on some of the Instagram lives, but yeah, it's just going to stay in my dining room. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah. 
I did love your background myself, I do do admit, but I'm liking yours now because you know how I love the mid-century piece mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. back there and that lamp are two of my favorite pieces that you have. So it's nice to see them shine in the background. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy being up here. Yeah, good. And how about your week? We worked on some really fun things this week. Oof. Um, I had a good, very busy week. I usually only work for X amount of hours in my mind on country consignment. That's gone to the wayside. I got to redo my block scheduling now because it's all day long with all the exciting, fun things that we've been doing. Um, and I'm loving it. I remember Libby saying, I love my job and it doesn't feel like work. And that's how I feel. And so like at 222, my husband walks up literally and is like, you have got to come down and eat something. You haven't eaten anything all day. Get downstairs and eat. And I'm like, what? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, Run downstairs, eat, get back up, you know? And then the next thing you know, by six o'clock, I'm like, oh my gosh, my rear end hurts so bad. <laughs> so I've decided I am investing in the next week in a new desk chair, an ergonomic desk chair, because I don't see us backing off on all the new things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I see us continuing to grow and add more. So yeah. I have to make my space better, but it's been a great week. Um, you know, just busy, busy, busy. So it's keeping my energy level up with the busyness. So yeah, great week. Great week. One tip for you. You what? One tip for you. Game. Gaming chair, gaming chair. Oh, yeah. I have, you know, somebody else I saw, Tiffany has a chair like that that does reselling and goes on live. And I saw her in the same chair. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember, but somebody else. I saw it it too on a YouTube. Oh, it might be Tiana. It might be Tiana, their um, swag player. Yeah. It's maybe. Yeah. It's it might got be a, 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 a roll in the back right for my for my arch and it's really mm-hmm. really nice. Well, that's mine. My lower back hurts. So I did do some research on one that actually heats up in your lumbar, but I haven't priced it. Nick said, I think you're going to need another three jobs to afford that baby. Well, this, this <laughs> doesn't do that. I think it's got a heat or massage or something, but I don't have it plugged in. But yeah, yeah. it does do that. And it also reclines. It's got a little and that I don't need. Oh, my. I, I never use that. that part because I never that I don't it. need. <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah. No. So stay tuned because whereas you'll see things change behind us, my new desk chair is going to be one of them in the next week or two. I just have to do my research. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a great week and I love it because spring is springing and how can you not be happy with that? Mm-hmm. Right? So all right, I think we should roll forward and start discussing shipping, our main topic. Yeah. What do you think? Are you girls ready to chat? Absolutely. All right. So I know that with shipping, we have talked about, there are all the different platforms we discussed and we have Poshmark, Facebook Marketplace and others make the shipping process really simple and seamless. eBay, however, (laughs) is the part that scares a lot of people away on that. It's how to conquer shipping with the the eBay part. So I think that should be our main focus. If you can learn on eBay how to ship and all the different options, it's just so incredibly robust. You don't have to make it complicated, but if you can understand that and get the basics of it, you will be set for any platform. Yep. Including your own. If you sell from your own, like you will, it will definitely get you set for life with shipping. 
Absolutely. So I know in the past, when we talk about simplifying this process, I know we've had many times where we've discussed, and Tiffany has discussed about where she had to eat some earnings, and we've had that happen too on different platforms. Um, one of the biggest things I think talking about first is weights and dimensions and the importance of that when you're doing your eBay listing. Yep. Ladies. Tiffany, you're really, really good at, at this. Yeah. And I know you've helped a lot of our listeners with this as well. So. Well, I, like I always say, get the scale. You can't, I mean, this is like, I don't know, 20, 25 bucks. It's, you know, under 25 bucks holds 86 pounds. It's worth it so much. Like I, I use this thousand times a day. I love this mm -hmm. thing. And I use it before you list, which is important way before you list or when you're listing. And yeah. that's what we want to tell them. How do you do that when you're listing? What is that process? Okay. Well, I go a little bit overboard. I know, but I package everything before it goes. Well, with clothing, I put it in a, a bread bag or a clear plastic bag mm -hmm. and I and I weigh that and I put those measurements in because the clothing is just going to go in a poly mailer which is one of these usually mm -hmm. and um, yeah. these come in different sizes so if you have bigger items you can get bigger bags I buy these on Amazon but you can get these anywhere and then you can also get um, eBay branded ones for eBay stuff and mm -hmm. if you have an eBay store you get an eBay shipping supplies coupon so you can use that towards this so you really not don't pay anything for these and these yep. come in different sizes too i have little ones too and i have bigger ones much bigger ones anyway the, we'll um, link so all that up we'll link all that up in the in the show notes and everything yes, so yes. we'll have a list of our favorites and we always have a list of our favorites on our website so you know if you're looking or you're not sure just just go on our website under our favorites or click on the show notes and you can uh -huh. see. yeah so we have you're in your listing you get to the part of weight and dimensions and then you know you pre-weigh and put that in your listings first and foremost before you even go live with your listing you put your weight and your dimensions both of you is that how you do it weight and dimensions in there i do in your listing i if it i put either it's under a pound or over a pound i I estimate, I actually don't, but I've also been doing this for years. So I can look at something and know what, you know, size box it's going to be, how many, you know, if the packing is going to add an extra pound or two. So I don't, but I do recommend doing it like Tiffany does and put the actual dimensions in there. Okay. The weight. Yeah. So maybe we should clarify what, um, that first class shipping is under anything under a pound and, um, anything 12 by 12 by 12 inches. Yeah, I kind of have that broken down. So um, I'm sorry, I'm just going to peek up my notes here for a second. Yeah, because we'll get to that part. Okay, okay. Oh, I thought that's what you were trying to get me to do. To. Okay. No. Um, but uh, if you're selling something else, like um, we both sell collectibles, you know, hard goods, home decor, things like that. I actually go to the trouble of finding the box that the perfect box for that item because I have boxes piles and piles of boxes mm -hmm. and i will find the perfect item our box for that item and with and pack it up like like i'm going to ship it mm -hmm. and then i weigh it and take the measurements of the box and that's what i put in the listing so it's perfect and i actually store it in the sh in the box i'm going to ship it in i know right. that might seem a little overboard and i might not be able to continue to do that when i get 
bigger because I'm already running out of space in my shed. But that's how I do it right now. And that makes it so you know exactly what it's I be. think that is the best way to do it if you're starting or you're intimidated by shipping. Absolutely. Because there is nothing worse than selling something and panicking that you don't have the right box and stressing out and maybe you have someplace to go. That it's just I, I think that is really the smartest way to get started. I don't know if it'll be sustainable with you know, when you get to a couple thousand items, but to start, absolutely. Yeah. And I still, I mean, just the other day had that issue where I just list and didn't think about this particular item and the day came and I was like, uh-oh, I'm out of the smaller size boxes. What am I going to do? And had to cut down and build a box. Mm -hmm. So it does happen. It, it, even now, after years and years, there's still going to be those items that slim through. All right, so we've got our listing up. It's on eBay. We have pre-measured. We have pre-weighed. We've entered that in there. So that takes a little stress out of that. Yep. Then we make sure we have our supplies, which we've just discussed some of, a scale, your poly ma mailer bags, all the different places to get them, the poly mailers, which we'll link. Um, Libby, you want to talk a little bit about the UPS supplies? Oh yeah, the uh, USPS, yeah. I mean, USPS, oh. sorry. <laughs> sorry. Everybody does that all the time, right? It's just so natural. Um, all right, so the United States Postal Service, USPS, um, they have a, you just go and we'll link this up as well. You can get free shipping supplies on their website. That is only for priority mail. I suggest you go on and you order yourself um, a bunch of flat rate envelopes, um, especially the only place you can get the padded flat rate envelope. I think Tiffany, you have one of those. If you want to wave it up, <laughs> is on is on the USPS website, and they will ship those to you for free. You can get um, certain quantities, but I think it's great to have all the different sizes available and the flat rates. Absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. And those padded flat rates are phenomenal for blue jeans. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. Phenomenal really for are. blue jeans. So. And the I other see. thing, when you're on the website, I'm going to mention that mm -hmm. if you're shipping every day, you should go ahead and schedule a pickup for your mail carrier. So they will pick up at your home during your regularly scheduled mail delivery for free. If you need a special pickup, they charge extra. I don't really know anybody that uses that. Um, but I would definitely go ahead and submit, you know, a pickup. Yeah, especially if you've got a lot of time and energy. I, I think that's great advice, especially if you can't fit it in your mailbox and you're doing it on a regular basis um, mm -hmm. and you don't want to have to get in the car and go to the post office every day mm -hmm. to take it. So I think that's And a lot advice. of times the places are on the, the mail, um, the post office is excited to get those pickup, those scheduled pickups, because actually the postmaster um, is credited for those pickups. If they do so many pickups, mm -hmm. they get so many packages. So a lot of times they'll be very accommodating depending right. on where you live and what your post office is. I've experienced both ends of the spectrum, but yeah. So, and I'm also gonna throw in there, um, and I know we all do this, is aside from ordering from USPS, their freebies, um, whether you wanna get, buy some supplies from the links, cause you will need to purchase your poly mailers. Those are, mm -hmm. you need to buy those. Um, the other thing that I do, and I know the rest of you do, is you can put a shout out on your local, um, like next door app, where it's all about your neighborhood and throw a shout out to say, hey, if you've got any extra packing materials or boxes from your Amazon shipments or your what, you know, please don't get rid of them. 
I need them. And two days later, you'll be going, put on the brakes. I got enough. You know? <laughs> they will show up at your door and you'll get the air bubbles and the bubble wrap and all of that stuff will end up coming to you um, in mass amounts. And it's wonderful because you're recycling that mm -hmm. stuff. And a lot of people love to get those boxes that they know somebody is reusing. It does make many people happy to see that. So that's another option for supplies. I rarely use the priority mailboxes because I always try to get my, to, I wanna charge, I want my buyer, my customers to pay the smallest amount of shipping as possible. And I feel like some of, like, especially with the, the, the USPS, there are certain sizes and I can get, you know, I can get smaller, I can package it better in smaller mm -hmm. boxes. So I reuse a lot of Amazon boxes, a lot of other, but I, everyone in my family brings me boxes and packing material. So I have my whole shed, part of my shed, most of my shed is full of boxes mm -hmm. and packing materials. And then I use these repurpose for the planet on my sticker, on my, on my boxes. And they've got these. I love that. Oh, nice. I, so I always use those. So I just wanted to point that out. Sorry. Let's talk about break down more <clears throat> the different ways to ship through USPS as far as your weight goes and what they offer? So um, I think the two, the two main ones are first class and priority mail. Mm -hmm. There's also parcel select, which is grounds, but usually priority ends up being less expensive. So we're just going to concentrate on first class and priority. So first class is pretty much anything under a pound and less than 12 by 12 by 12 you can ship first class. Um, okay. If you have so if something. It's if it's 12, if it's 12 by eight by something, it's okay. Yep. Or if it's 18 by, you know, five by six. So just the, the combination of all of those three measurements needs to be less than 36. Okay. So the shape of the package isn't really, that's a really good question. And, um, that's a really good question. Thank you. I actually didn't know that about the combination of the three numbers. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes when you listen to explanations, it tends to get very overly complicated and it's, yes. it's not really, it's not that complicated. Yeah. Um, okay. So you have your, anything under that, under 16 ounces and less than 12 by 12 by 12 can be shipped first class. You can ship it in a box. You can ship it in a poly mailer. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. And you like run pretty much under $6 to ship anywhere in the United States. And that's yep. first class. Uh -huh. All right. All right. Priority. So I'm thinking you step up to priority if you're over a pound, if you are over um, 12 by 12 by 12, or if you have a package of significant value. Mm -hmm. So for me, my cutoff is if I'm shipping anything, I won't ship anything $50 and over via first class because you are not insured. So I good advice extra for shipping or the buyer pays a little extra for shipping and we go priority mail. Priority mail comes with $100 of insurance automatically. You can buy extra if needed. Um, and yeah, so good advice. and the price is goes up exponentially for priority mail if you are over that 12 by 12 by 12 or 36 <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah now and then you have your priority and then your flat 
so it's good to kind of play around right because sometimes the flat mm -hmm. rate is going to just be a lot less expensive than yeah i think it's priority. really good like when you go to ship as we said order those flat rates and have them available so when you go to print a priority shipping label you can kind of scroll down and see if you can get a flat rate cheaper see if your item fits in that box and kind of get a feel for that and you'll just get a feel for that as you go forward like us they have the small flat rates they have the padded flat rates so sometimes you'll be able to ship your item um, less expensively using a flat rate and the only way to really do that I think is kind of by trial and error right yeah, you kind of look at it when you go to ship a priority mail item and see if you can get it in a flat rate for less it also depends too if you're shipping from you know um, New York to Alaska or, or, if it's, or if it's New York to Pennsylvania I mean it's going to be different rates yeah. so you know it, sometimes it pays off if you're going that far, you know cross-country yes yeah, absolutely so that's why it's always good to scroll down and kind of see yeah if you can yeah, do the other yeah. option and it saves you money go for it you know um all right so you get those as you were saying when it gets to a certain weight the price just gets exorbitant mm -hmm. what are your other options so um what i've been using a lot is actually fedex i find their rates are um are really great for larger packages so when i go above that 12 by 12 by 12 i generally use fedex home delivery and okay. their rates are a fraction of what it would cost to ship via USPS. And eBay has that built right into the flow, the FedEx. And I think um, Mercari does as well. You can ship FedEx. And you can okay. also you can also price check uh, with UPS Ground on there too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've never I've actually never found it to be less expensive. Have you? Um, some sometimes. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So, Generally, I've had some time. people select it. I've had some customers actually. I give them the option. Mm -hmm. Check out. I give them an option of USPS, UPS, and FedEx. I and I let them choose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now the one thing that insurance is included with the FedEx, they do a nice job. I have had to make make a couple claims. They are a little bit more reliable with their claims than the, uh, than USPS, and they That's have never gave, given me an issue when something was broken or lost or damaged. Um, where USPS is kind of depends on the day I think yes it does <laughs> yeah yeah and the other thing with FedEx and UPS is that you need to bring that item to a drop-off location so that it is an extra step in your day you would have to pay for them to pick up at your home ah um, yeah okay I didn't realize that yeah so it is you know an added inconvenience for the lower rate but you absorb that yeah so gotcha okay mm -hmm. All right, so that's how when you would consider looking into FedEx and UPS, and then Tiffany says she kind of gives that option across the board. Um, yeah, so the bigger <laughs> items, I'm just going to briefly mention because I'm going to go into more detail. I think I'm going to do just a short episode on this okay. um, because they get the how do you ship large items. So what I do is I do not ship large items. However, I let my buyers know and they arrange a third party delivery. And now, a lot of them when, haven't heard of. I'm sorry. When you say large item. What kind of large item are we talking about? Uh, furniture, anything okay. I wouldn't ship. Yeah. So um, like I'll ship end tables and things like that. But generally, um, you know, like larger tables, chairs, even uh, mirrors, organ. an organ. <laughs> an organ. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So I just reach out and I say, you know, you're welcome to use a third party and um, they go on, I send them to uship.com. Not everybody chooses that and they can find a mover or shipper there and they make the arrangements and it's just really easy. And if somebody wants the item, they'll, they'll do that. So they're doing all the legwork with the shipping and making all the arrangements and the payments. So I found it to be really great. And they may find it cheaper to make the drive and do local pickup, come come to you and Sometimes. pick it up themselves. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Do you remember where was the um, gentleman that drove to pick up that antique French? 40 ride? hours one way, right? 40 hours 40 one, one way? way? Yeah. Sweet um, man, we he had- He was a from Kansas. Was he from Kansas? I, I believe remember. he was from Kansas, yeah. And he bought yeah. this beautiful French antique writing desk for his daughter who was graduating med school. Yeah. Remember that? He was the nicest man and drove by himself to pick that desk up. Wow. You never know. You never know what people yeah. choose to do, right? <laughs> so sweet. He was so nice. So yeah. eBay has this great little tool called um, shipping policies, a little place where you can set those up, which can make life easier. And I think it'd be great if you two take a minute to kind of share about how you set up and use shipping policies in eBay. I don't use shipping policies. In oh eBay. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that'll make that super easy, that discussion. But so how do you All arrange, right. how do you decide what is going to be shipped how, I guess? I, well, I just, I package everything, I weigh it, I put everything in manually and everything's different, you know, each time. And okay. I, that's So you choose with each package, like if something is going to be free or calculate it or. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just a case right. by case basis. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a few right. things that are, I, we always, we always usually, um, we make, I make our, um, I make a listing usually from another listing. So it, you know, it comes up with what was on the last listing. So it's, you know, I, I don't have to change everything every time, but it's right. Yeah. And the, and my, my global, I mean, my international policies are the same. So those, those come up there, mm -hmm. but uh-huh. So okay. I'm just, all right. Uh, well, Libby, do you want to explain to our listeners, yeah. viewers, so how you I love shipping policies so much. I'm so I use all the policies because it organizes and you can search by everything. So I have a policy that is free first class. So items under a pound, under $50, under 12 by 12 by 12, meet all that criteria, they go in the first class shipping policy and they're free. So the reason I like shipping policies is because you can easily bulk edit and change everything under that shipping policy. You can change your handling time. You can change because, you know, when you have a lot of listings and you have to bulk edit, you don't want to, you do not want to go through every item. You do not want to update 500 at a time. So you can just update that shipping policy. Um, or I, so I could easily change my, I'm going to use this as an example, the PA uh, or my free first class. Um, shipping policy, I can easily change with a click of a button to calculate it shipping, calculate it first class. So I just have shipping policies kind of laid out for every scenario. Um, I have a free padded flat rate shipping policy. Let's see, we have a um, calculated uh, priority mail shipping policy. So most of our hard goods, most of our items under a pound or that fit in a padded flat rate are free. We do free shipping on those items. 
everything else I tried to do calculate it. So I had to calculate it shipping policy. And um, there was something I wanted to mention about that calculated shipping policy. Um, and you can't remember? I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> so um, let's see. The, the calculated show. Oh, I know what it was. And I know why I love calculated shipping so much. So it calculates based on where that person is in the country. And they can see, you know, what their rate is. So if I'm shipping to something the next state over, that person is getting charged a much lower rate than if I'm shipping to Hawaii. And it kind of the customer absorbs that. But the other awesome thing about calculated shipping is when shipping rates go up, you don't have to do anything, right? If you're shipping something for free, you might have to go in and modify all your listings because shipping rates change about at least once a year, they go up. Right. So, you know, if you have calculated shipping, your buyer's absorbing any of those costs. If you have free shipping, you might have to go in and change your items or something like that. So that is what I absolutely love about calculated shipping for hard goods is it takes care of itself when there's an increase. That's awesome. So <laughs> I'm going to ask you a favor. If you will create a screen share um, quick chats that we can send people to to show them how to create a shipping policy oh great idea yeah and that yeah. way it walks them through on ebay how to create one um you know and it's great for us because we're in the same business but in two different locations mm -hmm. so i can go in and search the all nc shipping policies that are from north mm -hmm. carolina and take out all the pa items so mm -hmm. i think it would be phenomenal if you did a quick chat screen share with that yeah i'd love so, to i think that'll be a lot that's, of fun that's my request. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I do love shipping policies. I'm a total shipping nerd. It makes me feel a little bit differently about it because I did turn it on once and I got overwhelmed because I already had so many listings and they were all different. Yeah. So it, it gave me all those options. And so I would have to do a lot of, of adjustment at this point, I think, to get it all synced. You know, I don't know. I. I got overwhelmed well, I with it and I turned it off, but I, I can yeah. understand how it could be beneficial. Um, yeah. But I just, I, it, it bothered me. So I turned it back off again, but I can, I can, I would, I think I would have to do some, you know, setting up I, the initial setting up could be some time. Consuming. The initial setting up might be a little time, but there is an easier way to do it. Maybe I'll put that in the quick chat, put that in the quick chat yeah. and then she can watch that yeah. quick chat and go, Hey, <laughs> Hey, wait, I love this. I can always learn something from you guys. <laughs> all learn so much from vice each other. Vice versa, vice versa. When you walk away from this, we hope that you feel a little bit better about what you're going to do with shipping. Create your shipping policies. Put your weight and measurements in your listing, please. <laughs> Get those supplies stocked, all the different ways that we talked about. We'll have links in here. Get those supplies stocked up so you're ready to roll when you need to ship those items. And if needed, set up your pickup so they come and pick it up and then you're ready to ship your pants. Yep. So if you all enjoyed chatting with us and you want to continue to chat with us, you can go to consignmentchats.com and connect with us in all ways. Ladies, until next week. Cheers. 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 Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany 
the Ladies of Consignment Chats as we talk about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.